0: Welcome! I'm your host, Fran Capo, the Guinness Book of World Records' fastest-talking woman. But don't worry, I'll be talking slow during this podcast. You're listening to Fran's World, a show about humor, hope, happiness, and fulfilling your dreams. On each podcast, I have a different guest from all over the world who are successful in their fields. Artists, scientists, quantum light healers, millionaires, adventurers, world wrestling champs, fellow world record holders, comedians, directors, TV show hosts, Emmy award-winning producers... You get the point. I love to catch them off guard and ask them questions that you've always wanted to ask and really get inside their minds of what makes them successful so you could apply it to your life. So sit back and enjoy today's Fran's World podcast. Adventure girl, explore your world. We have a great show lined up for you. If you're a history buff and like to learn a little-known history or you want to learn about someone who had a 17% chance of living to transform your life or you just love listening to gorgeous music or you want to find out how to get the best water for your body, my guests on today's show are going to tell you all about that. Now, my first guest sitting next to me, and if you're watching Facebook Live on WestchesterTalkRadio.com, you know he's sitting next to me because he's Right here. All right, it's not hard for you to see unless you're not looking. But so. I will give you a little history here. If you love history, you're going to love my first guest. Kevin Titus is a renowned U.S. presidential historical actor, historian, and author of two historical books. He's also a justice of the peace. So Anybody want to get married here? Let us know. He's a justice of the peace magistrate in the state of Connecticut. Well, maybe not here because we're in New York. Okay, he has been in several historical movies such as the 1992 Bonnie and Clyde True Story, the 1994 Starkweather Murder in the Heartland, and the 2001 movie Point blank. He is best known as portraying 1930 gangsters. Don't worry, he's not he's not packing right now. He's also portray- portrays Benedict Arnold, U.S. Presidents Woodrow Wilson, and a Warring Harding. He's currently shooting a movie where he plays President Woodrow Wilson. Please welcome my first guest, Kevin Titus. Woohoo! Everybody, crowd goes wild. Are you start over there, crowd goes wild. Okay, great. Okay. Even that little baby there. Okay, great. Everybody's happy. Want me to kiss okay. her? Yeah, you kiss that baby. You're okay. president. You <laughs> gotta kiss him. Okay. So first thing I want to ask you is, I'm not exactly sure. Is, is, does a justice of the peace magistrate actually like do trials or do?
1: We do small um, trials like within the local jurisdiction, and we. Um, Marry people, but unfortunately, I don't prefer that part. Uh, I prefer the judicial part.
0: Oh, you don't prefer marrying people? You, you, well, well, you hope you don't like. Well, the some divorces, of these, some of them are too young. Yeah, I yeah, mean. Right? Yeah. You're like, listen, you're three, you're a It's not a good thing. <laughs> you're, you're right.
1: You're <laughs> well, how about ones that come back and say, look, after two weeks, we, uh, we want to end this marriage, you know, can I end it? And I'm like, what? Really?
0: <laughs> really. Wow. You know, maybe you should think about it more than a week before you decide you're getting married. Yeah, really. Okay, and maybe not do way you're drunk. <laughs> okay, so, but that being said, so how do you go from you were okay so it's like which came first the chicken or the egg were you the uh a judge first and then an actor or an actor and then a judge
1: actor and then a judge
0: ah okay so uh did you act as a judge in something and then you went you know maybe i should do this for real
1: well yeah i actually portrayed a judge in the uh, 18th century um a, a tv series you've all heard of a uh, uh, turn yes well i played a kind of a justice magistrate in that in a scene we filmed out in virginia
0: Oh, cool. And, and, then,
1: and then I started thinking, you know, maybe this would be kind of cool, be the real thing. You to know? be a
0: real thing. Well, I hope you don't do that with everything, because if you play a murderer, I don't want you, you know, please. Oh, well, okay. the gangster era, <laughs> yeah. A gangster, right, <laughs> exactly. So, all right, so you, you you were acting, and then you became a judge. So that's what I was going to ask. Now I know how the transition came about. Right. So now, do you, you're judging in the day and acting at night?
1: That's a good question. Sometimes I do both times. Sometimes I do, uh, like, night court for the teens. And, okay. uh... On certain days of the week, I'll be a judge in the morning. And then on weekends, no, I don't do judging. I'm out becoming a president. Yeah, becoming a
0: president. Now, I heard that you really get into your roles, because I was supposed to go on set, but because of the snowstorm, Mm -hmm. uh, they had to delay that. It was in Monroe, New York, right? Right, right. And that's where you're shooting the latest film?
1: And by the way, it's called Quantum Productions is doing it. Harvey Keitel's son's filming it.
0: Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's very cool. And so, so explain the difference between being a historical actor and just like a regular actor
1: well you know that's a good question um historical actors I think we do it better um they they like the fact that they're getting the um I think they think the money's the good part of it we kind of do it because we like to and we right. can actually tell this real story truthfully where they'll do the scene in the film and then they walk away and it's over with with us we live it
0: yeah so Okay, so, yeah, so now, this this is my question to you. Um, Well, I have a lot of questions to you. Okay. Okay, so you've always been fascinated with history then, right? Yes. Now, you, don't you have, like, um... Do you have, like, a website that has history on it? Like, how did you learn the history? Is, like, they tell you you're going to play Woodrow Wilson, and then you learned it, or you already knew about Woodrow Wilson?
1: I actually already knew about such people, because, like, Woodrow Wilson, not many people know a lot about him. Okay. I'm
0: going to ask the audience a quick question. Anybody know what president Woodrow Wilson was? What number? Eh, time's up. 28. Okay. Right. (laughs) Right.
1: And then Warren G. Harding is the one that I'm only person I'm supposing in the world that portrays him, because nobody even
0: remembers who he was. Yeah, isn't that terrible when you're a president and nobody remembers you? That's embarrassing. Know. Well,
1: I'll tell you, he, he started Social Security, he started the VA, and he also started child labor laws to protect children in the 1920s.
0: And all things that are still in effect today, and people don't even realize he was Correct. the one who did it. He did it. You know, people, no offense, a lot of people just <laughs> yeah. don't know. You're okay? right. They probably don't even realize they're in the United States. Okay, so... <laughs> Um, so you know a lot, and I saw a video of yours online where you were doing Benedict Arnold.
1: Oh, yeah. That, that's that's like the only thing that people can't never have done before.
0: I, but, you know, it was fascinating watching it because you were talking about how— as in character Benedict Arnold started doing the things he did. And it, it, it's so much more interesting you doing it as the character right. than coming out and going, let me tell you about Benedict Arnold because you were dressed in the full garb. And by the way, do you own those clothes?
1: Oh, yes. They're, they're probably the most expensive uh, attire I've ever spent money on in my entire life I'm
0: sure your wife is happy about that, knowing that you spent more on that than the tuxedo at the wedding But no <laughs> but, hey,
1: but should ask the other half yeah, what right, she thinks exactly. yeah, I mean, Right, but, Deanna? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, so you love both doing both of them, right? Yes, I do And you do personal appearances as well as these characters, right? Oh,
1: oh yes, I'm here to see you, aren't I?
0: Uh, well, who are you playing today? No, go ahead.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I have Deanna oh, here with me. Who, who,
0: who are you playing, <laughs> big boy? No. Okay. Um, hey, I got to get my wife. May was. Did you know she was a president? No, I'm only kidding. Okay. But uh, So I, I told you that I would come up to you if you were on set, and you told me that yeah. you actually have security guards with you yeah. that will say you can't go near the president.
1: Right. And, and, and we have actually, I have my own personal, like, Secret Service-type actual bodyguards.
0: And I love that you know all this
1: history. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I come pretty well. I cover you from, like, 1600s to the Cold War era.
0: And you have it in your mind, or you have, like, little cheat notes? No, I have it in my mind. See, when I write a book, and I write all the historical things, like, you know, I write it, once it's on the page, I'm like, oh, who wrote that? That was me. That was great. <laughs> okay. Um, is there, like, a website that people can follow you?
1: Sure. Um, you can get us. You can look us on Facebook for DEI Historical Association or Kevin Say Titus. Say slow, so People oh, okay. can actually
0: write this down.
1: D-E-O-A, Historical Association. D-E-O-A,
0: Historical Association. On
1: Facebook. Okay. Uh, Kevin Titus as
0: Warren G. Harding. Okay, and that's T-I-T-U-S, Kevin. Yeah, if you don't know how to spell that, I'm going to help me out there. Right. Um, Kevin Titus. Okay. And
1: uh, we have an email of K, it's a lowercase K-V-N-T-I-T-U-S, number five, at gmail.com, where they can directly contact me.
0: Okay, so now all of a sudden everybody in the mall is going to be asking for Good Friday specials. Well, I hope they buy my
1: books. I have two books, you know. And what are the names of your books? (laughs) Oh, let me show you. I gave them, I brought two copies of my book for you, Fran. They're autographed. Oh, thank you. uh, They are autographed. I love it. I love it. Gifts. And... let. There you go. Here's the famous book you've been asking about. Bonnie and Clyde, The tr- le- tr- Legend Lives On.
0: See, and now if you're watching Facebook Live, you can actually see the cover. Okay, but if not, you know, this replays and you'll be able to see it then.
1: And in back, it'll tell you all about where I started and uh, look oh, at we that. We got a
0: whole, a whole about the author section. And all
1: okay. about me and the news and everything way back. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, listen, well, not so way back. You're not so old. Well, I'm getting old. Okay. And
1: then this is my second book, my recent, this one. Okay. I, I was there when that happened. Back. Tornado
0: in- Terror. Attacked Washington DC destroyed. Okay, yeah. obviously guys, you know about this part in history. So <laughs> you're what's the name? Are you allowed to say the name of the movie that you're shooting now?
1: Uh it's called it's supposed to be called Wilson the Dark Days.
0: Wilson the Dark Days. It's supposed
1: to talk about the end when toward the end of World War I and when he passed away in
0: 1921. Okay, and um I'm sorry.
1: Uh, it's supposed to be, from what I understand, it's, it might be a miniseries. There might be oh, several chapters.
0: Cool. And who's putting it out?
1: Uh, well, Quantum Opera, uh, Quantum Productions. I, I know they're called. Cool. They're out of uh, California, and Kevin's in but
0: it. I That's think, well,
1: no, it, it <laughs> but I think. Well, it doesn't matter. But I believe important. it's Harvey Keitel's um, sons doing it. You know, That's the actor awesome. and director. Yes. The, those are yours, and they're autographed in the first cover for you. So. Great, thank
0: you. I'm going to just have Matt hold him here while yeah. he reads. You read them. Give me your, your uh, you critique, you, will you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's, he's reading. He doesn't even realize we're doing a radio show right now. He's going, oh, this a good book. Forget about the radio show. Okay. So, um, so, so that's awesome. So now, is somebody... You know, because actually, I never heard like historical actor. You know, people usually just say, "I'm an actor. I'm playing this one," but the difference would be that you actually know about the characters, and it's not just a study that you're doing at the moment. It's that you knew about the characters. You're entrenched, right? In I, knowing I, about them. I,
1: I will. I, I think I sent you, you. Might remember? Somebody just sent me a plaque recently to my house. Yes, that and was saying, cool. And saying this house is 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 lived in by Kevin W. Titus, the renowned the presidential portrayer, known as the New England White House. That's pretty cool. That
0: is really. Cool. I sent it to you. I'm glad you like it. No, I'm only really kidding. <laughs> oh, you it, did. It, it was me. No. <laughs> no, but that is really cool that, I mean, you get that recognition. You're a celebrity in your own town. Well, they, don't go, they think it. Please don't don't put down I'm the just
1: Kevin thing. that's all on.
0: Okay, and I'm just Fran. So there you go. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, it was wonderful having you on the show. Please follow Kevin Titus. He's got if you are into history, this guy really knows about it and seeing his stuff live, it's really cool because he's in the moment. <laughs> and uh, you go up to him and you know, you're shaking hands with a president from the past. And can
1: I got to just say one thing. I'd like to say hello to my daughter Kimberly, my son, my stepdaughter and Deanna's family and my family, and I hope you're all listening. If you're not, I'm not going to ever tell you again.
0: That's right. You better be listening. He's going to come and chat. <laughs> it's going to be questions. Thank you. We'll Dennis. be right back with Fran's World. Stay tuned. Adventure Girl, explore your world, live it fast, and make it laugh. And our next guest here is... She started out working in an oil and gas company for 25 years, but God handed her a major challenge. And in 2013, Lexa Rollins had a head-on motorcycle accident and spent 22 days in intensive care and two months in the hospital. She had many shattered bones, but it was the diagnosis of her brain injury that was devastating. She was given only a 17 chance of survival. that, That changed her life, but survive and thrive she did against all odds, and that allowed her to find her niche. After experiencing this near fatal motorcycle accident and be, she became a transition coach her own experience was gut-wrenching but she was determined to rewire relearn and she emerged ignited with a passion and a dedication to help others who have experienced similar uh, serious events basically if she could do it so can they she's created what she called the spheres of influence please welcome Alexa Rollins all the way from Colorado hey Alexa how you doing <laughs> great friend thank you for having me on well we forward to this this is an incredible story now at the time of the accident did you know that at the moment you were gonna hit straight on like did you know that the um, like did you see like oh my god I'm about to get in an accident and I can't swerve
2: yes yes. I had a few seconds there and it's very odd what happens, or at least for me. I don't think I actually thought words. I just realized it was over. Um, and I relaxed. I just sort of allowed what was going to happen, happen. I didn't think I was going to live through it. So it, it was very odd. It was... Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. It was just this feeling.
0: So were um, you, you were, obviously, were you unconscious for a while, or you were conscious the whole time? Yes.
2: Yes, I I remember I woke up on the pavement for just a couple of uh, minutes, and there was a, a woman who was a, a nurse. And all she kept saying was, you've got a broken arm, you've got a broken leg. This is broken, and I passed back out. Wow. (laughs) I couldn't handle all of it. So I don't remember anything for days later. For
0: days later, wow. And then, and you have a family, right? So your family was there at the hospital supporting you? Yeah, a couple of them were, yes. Okay, well, listen, there's always yes. some that don't show up no matter what. Yeah. No so, matter what. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah listen, you know. okay, so... That's a whole different topic, right? Right, yeah. so what gave you the strength to decide to overcome? Because I know that the diagnosis of the brain and them telling you only had a 17% chance to live, that can be very devastating. So what inside you said, I'm going to beat these odds and, you know, and make that a transition in your life?
2: You know, Fran, it's a a process. It's not like I woke up one morning and said, that's it. I'm really going to go after this. Uh, First of all, I had to really understand what brain injury was for me. And actually, I've been thinking about that a lot. You know, it is a process that was so bad four years ago. It was it was just so bad. And today it's it's better.
0: And it's better and this is the key thing is that you've taken what you had, which was a tragedy, and you've turned it into a triumph. And so you that's right. You've taken your 25 years of communication and business expertise, and you've blended that, your experience, your first hand experience, where somebody says, I can't get through this, you go, Listen, I got through it, you could do it. And you managed to weave life strategies with non traditional, physical, energetic, values based practices to help people recover and thrive. So, Why don't you explain a little about what the Spheres of Influence program is and how a person can learn about your program and where they can find you? Thank you,
2: Fran. Uh, You know, everything is about influence. And, you know, I think in business, of course, we're always looking at the external influences. But when, when we hit upon a transition, a difficult stage in our life, It's about influencing ourselves, So we really look at at a lot of the inner pieces of what's going on. And, of course, it's individual uh, for each person. But we do look at our values. My values, that's something I hadn't looked at for, I don't know, decades. I mean, I I knew strongly what they were, but I really got to align with my values because I think after a transition – or a difficult thing, we change a bit.
0: And you start to say what's important. So how did you take that and make this into a program? Did you outline the steps that you did to get over it and then say, oh, this would be a program that could work for other people?
2: I guess just talking with many other people and then starting to work with them as they go through their pieces. So I have, I think, a general outline but, again, each person is so individualistic with respect to what they're going through. Right. You know, and where so they are in their the past. process. Yeah. 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 So how do we take one step forward? You know, it's not an overnight transition unfortunately. I wished it was for myself as well. I right. mean, it's still a process of working through it because you change a lot through this. Well, that's like
0: anything. Way- you, yeah, so you you change what, as you're going through it, and then when you get to those aha moments, then all of a sudden right. it's like, wow, oh, I get it now. So, the Spheres of Influence program, I just want to make sure people get, you know, this out of this before, you know. Um, the, the program is an individual one-on-one or or is it a workshop?
2: Right now we're doing individual one on one. Okay. This that- is something I would like to really pull together and do in workshops for people who really want to get on this this healing process. But right now it's a one on one process.
0: Great coaching. And- and yep, how yeah. can people find out about it if they want to talk and, you know, call you up and say, hey, look, this is what I'm going through. What's the procedure? Uh, is your, your website is LexaRollins.com, right? L-E-X-A-R-O-L-L-I-N-S. That's LexaRollins.com. And then also the website talks about the spheres of influence.
2: Yes, yes. We're working on it, but it's up and running. There's a way to contact me. I'd love to talk to anyone who's interested in in moving forward a bit in their life That's well, a tough transition. So.
0: And and you Thank definitely you, were firsthand, had that. So if somebody wants to speak to someone who knows, like you're not gonna go to a, a parenting, you know, council who never had a kid, you know, and then they go, like, Oh, this is how you raise your kid. Well, you never had a kid, so what are you telling me? So here, you went through it so you know you could say, Hey, listen, I was only given seventeen percent chance and I'm here and I'm thriving. Check out spheres of influence, go to Lexin Lexa rollins l-e-x-a-r-o-l-l-i-n-s.com and speak to lexa and she can help you out and help you transition through whatever you're going through Friends, world we'll be right back stay tuned adventure girl explore your world live it fast and make it last all right so, my next guest, I met at a woman in film awards dinner, and we became quick friends. How? Because we crashed a red carpet event. We were like, what's happening in that room? Let's just walk in there. We started of taking pictures. of like, who are you? We're very famous. You don't know who we are. <laughs> All right. So, we walked in there. We were laughing. She's an Austrian-born and raised recording artist, film composer and songwriter. She's been on stages in Vienna, Munich, Berlin, and she's held lead roles in performances of Cats, starlight x express elizabeth as a member of the kmc vienna which is a very prestigious school in vienna okay so I'm giving you people an education here. In 2011 and 12, when she began her musical career in the United States, she topped the Billboard Breakout Charts in the U.S. and in the U.K. pop, commercial, and dance charts. We have a hot lady here. In 2017, her classics record, "The Quiet Heart," was released through Orchid, and which is a subsidiary of Sony Music. Dalal, who's sitting next to me, uh, was nominated for a Hollywood Music in Media Award award for her music work on a documentary called Hair and I was in there by the way which went on to win best documentary in the IFS Film Festival Uh, she has orchestrated tracks throughout with a Royal Liverpool orchestra and uh, another album is going to be released in the summer of 2018 this year she will also release a much anticipated pop album called The Exchange and a follow up classical record called familiar there were a lot more credits but i want her to be able to talk so mm-hmm. that's why we're gonna have a conversation dalal hello Buckman, welcome to the show welcome thank you thank you for welcoming me uh, that's yeah. very nice you welcome and me and dalal we were out late last night because oh, God. we were at dalal is on the cover of this epn spotlight magazine you see dalal right there Right there and right there. Okay, <laughs> so this Delal, they do a whole thing of her career in here, and it was the um, the oh, my engineer wants to stare at the picture. Okay, so um, oh, she's right here. You can stare at her. Okay, so so the um, so anyway, we went to the event. It was at Vandal's last night. Uh, the media was there. Uh, Dalal was a star, and who else? Are the other two women on the cover? That's Anna Anger and Molly Rogers, and, and they're and, both
3: incredible. Yes. Um, and, very Honored to be on that
0: with them. Yeah, and very nice, and they were signing autographs. And Dalal even has a CD that people were, were getting yesterday. Which one was it? This one? This one, yes. Hello, oh. Facebook Live. Okay, what is the name of that CD? Look how gorgeous she looks there. Not <laughs> Thank that you, you don't look good here. Okay. <laughs> it's called The Quiet Heart. That's it, Quiet Heart. I love her music. I got one of her first albums. I actually was a, um, a sponsor of one of your first albums, I remember, a long, long time ago. Okay, Dalal. from an (laughs) early age you were drawn to music and in fact I read this and I was like you started playing the violin at four yeah and at five years old you composed your first song
3: well yeah I think that's what you can call it if you just write a song like without you know anything you know anything on and it was just yeah I think it was called The Donkey. It was called The Donkey. It was called The Donkey, and it had all, like, every note was written in a different color. So I remember that. I don't remember what inspired it, but I guess it was a donkey. The
0: donkey sitting next to the violin that she was playing. Yeah, that's right. And, and the thing is, I've met your mom. I've actually been to Austria yes. and at their house. And um, your mom, Maria, she's an artist and a healer in her own right. And she encourages you.
3: Absolutely. She yeah.
0: is so supportive. You guys have a great relationship. Yeah. And you told her that you wanted to be a conductor, a nun, and an astronaut. And she yes. was like, that's good. Whatever you want to do. Yes. She
3: thought those were agreeable choices. So, yeah.
0: And what is your, did you have school, you had schooling and training, right? Yeah. And, and where, were, where was that?
3: Well, I started uh, music school in Austria and then went to University of Vienna and then did S.A. College and Middlesex University and Conservatory. So, yeah.
0: And what music are you drawn to?
3: Is it the classical? Every, no, everything. I love everything. Right now it's Native American music and really? and, and Celtic music so it's always something different depending on my phase in life i think i just yeah choose the music to that
0: so when you're in those different phases does your albums reflect the type of music like you have Um, that classical
3: i think yeah i think i have my own style when i write so it always comes out it doesn't matter what the the original inspiration was it always comes out a certain way like i can't change that way it comes out Mm -hmm. but it's definitely the motivation or inspiration changes for sure and I hope, obviously, what I listen to will inspire me to, like, you know, add something or change it or grow in my music or my musicianship. So so
0: what goes to your mind? Because obviously I'm a comic, so it's a little different when I sit down and write jokes. I'll see somebody doing something and I'll go, Psh, I don't need to change it. I can just use that right there. But when you're writing, mm-hmm. are you alone when you write? Are you collaborating with other people? Oh, different. I'm,
3: I like to write alone because mm-hmm. I, I like to have my space and my... Um, I don't like to get crabbed. (laughs) But I love to write with my producer. We've had a really, really great um, working relationship for the last year. So, you know, we know each other's rhythms and how we work. So that's great. But I just actually, which was really funny, um, we worked on co composing a, a Danish American album for a band. And it was me and my friend Annie. And it was the first time I collaborated with another composer on it. And another female composer, which was really really fun to do and phenomenal. And we did I think 12 or 13 tracks, and um, that was really fun because we had to just get together. We only had a few hours to to get it done every week, um, so we were working for about two three months, and then every week a couple hours, and it was a lot of fun. And it was I learned a lot, and 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 I think I I, I hopefully you know um, soaked up some of her strength and. and and uh, we just had a really, really, really good time. Lots of ice cream. Never <laughs> ate so much ice cream in my life. So
0: Now, but, okay, so ice cream's a motivation for you. Okay, Absolutely. So Any can, kind of food. Okay.
3: Any kind of food.
0: So, so let me ask you. So you're saying you got together with her. So mm-hmm. are you saying that at two o'clock, you say we're going to get together and then you could just sit down at two o'clock and start working? That's right. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're very disciplined that way.
3: Yeah. I think, I mean, like... I think an artist's life is not just like, oh, I feel like it right now. Let's do it right now. Like, it's just... I think, you know, you have to have times and schedules and deadlines and, you know... I mean, we're getting paid to... to to do what we do best. So, like, you know,
0: we better come up with something good at 2 (laughs) o'clock. Well, you know, it's funny because a lot of people don't understand what happens, you know, for, you know, they see the produced piece. Mm -hmm. They don't realize necessarily what goes on behind the produced piece. Like, when someone's writing stand-up, you know, they go, oh, you just get up there and you tell jokes? No, not really. You don't just Mm. get up there. So, I mean, it's the same thing. I have to say, okay, at 3 o'clock from 3 to 5, I'm writing this chapter. And then you just kind of focus on
3: that yeah and I, I think I've always been I think there's diff- artists work differently obviously but I've always been the one that's that like to prepare things or I like to work on even even if it's like an improv piece I like to work on the improv piece I like to I mean even if it defeats the purpose of improv but like I'd like to do it once like get through it like rehearse it maybe or practice it once you know just feel to it what it sounds yeah. like and then that's yeah. where you come yeah. in and yeah not do like changes. in this interview I did not prepare like,
0: but you, this is just a free flowing. <laughs> this is improv. This is this yeah.
3: Is, this is my most
0: improvised improv yet. Uh, okay. uh, well, that's because you're with me. That's I don't. Right. I don't have the traditional interviews. Okay, that's, that's and this right. And, this. and so also, you always look gorgeous in all your photos. You're too kind. Do you? No, I'm being real. <laughs> uh, but that's very nice. She's humble. Um, do you do your own makeup, or you have a makeup artist? They have different artists. Yeah, yeah. I have do have
3: a makeup artist. He's called Photoshop. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: You do that, or they, they do that?
3: <laughs> Photoshop does. Like, oh. it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's really advanced now. It does it by itself. Like, I just put in the picture, and it does it by himself. I'm sorry. This, I'm get, sorry. I'm so, like, sorry.
0: I, got, I, get, I, get a, I get to meet this Photoshop person. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Like, yeah. yeah. If they could do it in real life, that'd be good. I'd go wherever <laughs> right. I go. I have my Photoshop face on. Okay, that's it's radio, right. thank God. That's
3: right. No. But, um, well, it's Facebook Live, too. Sort of. Yeah, that, that is. What's happening over I there? I
0: don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Jim... Where, where, where'd you go with the Facebook Live? Okay. Oh. Uh, well, right now it's tape in the table. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, great. I don't know. It's so, uh, a the white canvas. The, that, we're that just filling what it. We're like. No, Jim's over here because he's making sure that everybody knows that the show is on. So we got. Thank that, you, Jim. Uh, we got the one man operation, and Matt's over there laughing. I don't know. He's. I think he's doing a crossword puzzle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, Fran was uh, like, "This is."
3: Fran was uh, 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 like, "This is Facebook Live." So I just put on my earrings real quick, oh, yeah, put on right, a exactly. bra real
0: quick. <laughs> you know. She, she was like, "Yeah, what are we gonna do?" I go, "Let's go into Target and get ready." No, okay. <laughs> Uh, Taj. Okay. So true. It's sad but true. <laughs> so, so if people want to hear samples of their music, you know, your music before they download it from iTunes, like it, it, they just go to spell your name so people at least know about that.
3: Okay, my name is spelled D. A. Oh man. She's gonna
0: kill me as the face talker. D-A-L-A-L, okay. Yeah, that's right. And so if you look up Dalal, does it just come up or they have to do your last name too? Maybe
3: my last name too. I don't know. I don't know how Google works. Okay. Apparently Google can do it now, but I don't
0: know how it works. Well, how is the best way for people to
3: find <laughs> well, you? Well, go to my website. Maybe that's www.dalal-music.com.
0: Dash. Now, people, remember dash, not underscore, dash. Okay, right? That's right. So that's it's right. D-A-L-A-L-Dash music. And don't spill out the word, dash, music.
3: Yes, that's M-U-S-I-C dot <laughs> com. And the, the dash, exactly. Right, the dash yeah, and is the, the high dash. line, not the
0: low line. Exactly, right. yeah. exactly. <laughs> Okay, because you don't want to mix her up with the other Dalal that's the underlying people. Oh, okay. man. Right. <laughs> okay, so, Sorry, guys. No, you were—there's nothing to be sorry about. This, this is her being hard. That's what you want to hear, the the beautiful person behind the music. Oh, God. And she—I mean, you know, when it first, I first saw—I mean, she, she, you, you look so gorgeous in these, and then when you do the videos, because you have videos with yeah. your music pieces. Yeah,
3: and there's more coming out, because I have the pop record coming out later this year, so we've already shot some videos for that. Um, and
0: yeah. And, and the thing that I like is that it's varied, because the classical music is not you singing on it. No. It's actually no. you playing classical music. No, and I
3: music. I particularly was very adamant on not having me sing on it and just, you know, have the music. And then the last, like, one of the last sessions, I added, like, one like one vocal Just so people in there. would really know what's on. Um, but, you know, it could be anyone, really, yeah. Right, but I knew it's you.
0: Oh, thank you. We had pictures in the studio. We knew it was oh, you. thank you. And... <laughs> Do you have a favorite um, song? Or, like, if somebody said, which song should I listen to? Do you have a favorite song? Well, I
3: have a, a one that I really, really like that's coming out on the pop record, and it's called Away From Me. Um, Away From Me. Yeah, okay. and I, I, it was very special. Like, it's just the, you know, the writing process of it. And the same on the classical one, I think it's EOS. Um, it was well, well, written... How do you spell that? That's E-O-S. Okay,
0: listen. <laughs> yeah, know, no, everybody... no,
3: no, no. I got it. Okay. <laughs> um... So yeah, that was great because I I usually write in colors, and that was just written during dawn and dusk. So it was just colors of like orange and purple, and you know. So. What do you mean you write in colors? What does that mean? Uh, I I like tend to like start when I when I start composing, I always have like a picture of a color in front of me,
0: oh, and really? like yeah. So and like you'll you, have a blue in front of you. Or yeah, a pink or like or
3: blue that goes into green or red or something. So I, I and I yeah, and I like to 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 go
0: like along that flow i don't like to deviate from that so that picture like centers you for your music is that what it yeah does?
3: it's like a good kind of like it um it sort of speaks to notes for me like so like there's you know there's like a lot of red and and, and orange and, and yellow and then i was like oh you know let's make some purple in it or whatever Well, wow, so, that's
0: like, really cool so you did this when you were four and now you're still doing it
3: yeah, in a way. Like, I like yeah. colors. My mom is a painter, so maybe that has something to do with it. So and her mother she's... does
0: a gorgeous work also. The two yeah. of them have photographed together for a lot of different things. Uh, another
3: Hello, Mama.
0: Yeah. Hello, Marie. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Maria. So um, we know where people could hear your music. Now, last night was, uh, you know, people were buying up copies of your CD. And... Uh, <laughs> That was it on Facebook. Uh, People were buying up copies of your CD. The magazine, that's right. And and of the magazine. Sorry, it was a
3: really late night yesterday. And we were, at one point, we we were just like, so many people and so many, like, so, it was so loud and at one point we couldn't hear each other anymore it was, oh good I'm, I'm glad it's
0: not just you know yeah. me because I went home and I went okay what's going on that I can't hear in anymore I know it's anymore? too yeah it's, it
3: was okay. very very loud yeah
0: and I know your shoes were killing you so we're going to get a foot oh, massage very afterwards fast. reflexology Matt you up for it no I'm only kidding okay no it's <laughs> <laughs> you know we have a multi-purpose people here but um, this is actually the second time that you've been on the cover of this yeah. magazine mm-hmm. right and yes. you've been in films too, right? You yes, were in that movie yeah. with Caves or something? That's, That's
3: right. I was in the movie with Caves or something
0: like that. What was it? Don't <laughs> make fun of me that I don't have that in front of me. It's called it's
3: called Into the Darkness, and it's actually how I met Anna, who's also on the cover. So we we stay friends, um, even though the movie never aired.
0: <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Welcome right. to I, Hollywood. Cool. I have, uh, well, I have uh, yeah. So, um... Yeah, so anyway, so uh, yeah. So she's been on the cover of two magazines, she's been yeah. in film, she does classical music, she does pop music, the videos are great, and do you have the same artist you work with?
3: I do, yeah. I have the same artist that I, I trust and love and, and that I work with, and um, yeah, I'm very, I'm, I'm, very very blessed to say the cliche that I found such great people. They're amazing.
0: See, and that's cool that you get, because then it's exciting every time, right? Well, Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And you know each other's, literally without putting a pun in here, you know each other's rhythm. Yes, exactly. Nice fun. Like when I do comedy, a lot of times I like you know bouncing off my friend, my good friend Jeanette Barber, yeah. and I'm like Jeanette, what do you think of this? And then you know we go back and forth. Like if we're doing a piece or a skit or something like that, and it just feels good to have somebody to bounce it off who understands your head, absolutely, and where yeah. you're where you're coming from. And by the way, last I almost didn't recognize you last night because usually you have blonde hair, and all of a sudden I walked in and I was like, wait, she's got pink.
3: That's because we haven't seen each other in a year. Okay, this has well, been there you going go. on for a year.
0: Oh, it's. Been going on for you well good you missed my blue face okay no no i had a blue face
3: i had blue hair you can see it in the video behind the scenes of the quiet heart on youtube is there really one there is one yes and i have blue hair
0: (laughs) there you go you know i think she's really in the mob and is running away from people and so she just disguises her hair changes that is right yeah yeah you got me and also, by the way, you know, like I mentioned, she's from Austria. So, do just out of curiosity, so they follow, so you have Austria fans and your American fans, worldwide fans. Do they prefer one music over the other?
3: I don't think so. I mean, they don't get to choose,
0: really. <laughs> No, no, I mean, like, do you, your records sell more, like, the classics? I don't know. I
3: mean, Austria is definitely a big classical, you know, right. country. So classical music was always very important there. And, you know, it's, I think it's still, like, a very, very relevant um, genre of music. And obviously, I hope that, you know, my classic music has, because um, you want your home country to kind of, beat, you know. Yeah, take you in and go, that's my
0: girl. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Austrians would say that like that, but yeah. <laughs> well, all right. Yeah. Okay, they'd say it more. Listen, I went there, and I stayed. You did, at, that's uh, at, right. And her mom worked on me, because I have this Hashimoto's thing that people know about for like 19 years, whatever, and her mom was working on me. And I had the most delicious food, because her grandmother had like a whole vineyard oh, in the back. Oh, my grandmama, vineyard, ma, yeah. Uh, and I loved grandmother and Yeah, she's the best. And it, and it was great. She was like, eat, eat more. And I was like, I thought only Italian grandmothers did that. But that sounds more and, Austrian yeah. Than yeah, right yeah. And she ate, <laughs> eat, eat, you know. And, but, but it was great. I met your brother. And, and, you know, I mean, it was just such a warm atmosphere. And it was fun because mm-hmm. Dalal's just a really down-to-earth person. So besides <laughs> loving her music, it's cool when you know that the artist themselves is a really good person. And I could vouch Aww. for that, that she's a really good person. Thank you, and, yeah. Um that's why I'm letting you, you know, come to my house for you know two minutes. And no, no, we're spending Easter together actually. Yes, how excited yeah. am I? Oh so now excited. I know I gotta repaint those eggs the right color for you. So that ah, you can get you can sing that's at the table. Right. No, that's, that is an
3: awesome idea, by the way. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Yes. But um all right, so where so once again, please tell people the website and where they can find you.
3: Uh, wwwdalal music.com.
0: Thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, Sorry yes, for interrupting. Yes. Uh, don't interrupt. Pick up the CD. Check her out on YouTube. Look at EPN Spotlight. See her on the cover. This is Fran's World at City Center, and we'll be right back. Adventure Girl. Explore your world. Live it fast. And make it last. <laughs> you're going, what the heck was that? That was me taking a sip of delicious water. Why? Because our next guest, Carolyn, has been called many names. I'm only going to tell you the ones on the air that I could say. No. She's <laughs> been called many names water lady, hydration specialist, Gunga Din. She's been in the business of water filtration and ionization since 2005 and worked at medical doctors, chiropractors, Reiki practitioners, fitness experts, and families. She's active in the Women's Club in MJ with a project to bring clean water to third worlds. She also fundraises for Haiti schools and medical facilities in Guyana to help the people attain safety drinking water. Her goal is to make a difference in the world with water filtration and ionization. And I met her at my comedy club Taramina's. She was there in the audience laughing and I went over introducing myself to everybody and I see her sitting there with her own bottled water instead of drinking out of the glass that they had and I'm like you bring your own water and she's like oh yes there's a whole thing about water. I go oh I have to talk to you because I'm researching." searching water because I have Hashimoto's and they said to get reverse um, osmosis and then I found that it's dead water oh so many things but first I want to ask you Carolyn welcome to the show
4: thank you thank you
0: and why do they call you Gunga Din
4: well because I am the water lady but mostly because I bring water to people and Gunga Din was the person that brought water to people oh there you
0: go okay so they see you got a little history here right now now it's known that a person can survive three weeks without food, like Mahama Gandhi survived 21 right. days of complete, with complete starvation. But since our body is 60% water, every living cell needs the liquids and the water to keep functioning. That's right. So we can survive about two days, you know, without liquid or water or a max maybe a week. So the key is we want the best possible water to be put in our body. Now, people think you could just drink water. Oh, it's water. It's water coming out of tap. But there's so many different types of water. So... Explain briefly to the audience, because people, you know, they just think water is water, and it's not. There's a difference between tap water, mineral water, city water that has fluoride in it, well water, bottled water, reverse osmosis, which is dead water, and distilled water, and ionized water. So just go a little bit about the differences of water and why water, the right water, is so important.
4: Oh, water is essential to everyone in every way. So the reverse osmosis water, basically without that does is it takes all the minerals that are naturally in water it takes it out and you're drinking as you said dead water meaning
0: the re- in so reverse as Moses takes the good stuff as well as absolutely. the bad stuff so, out, then so what, what it's dead
4: right and then what happens is your body it's taking the the good stuff your, your calcium and everything out of your body and because it needs it. So you're losing a lot by drinking that type of water. So
0: you're actually causing more health
4: problems. Absolutely. Because
0: now, even though you're saying, well, I'm getting the bad stuff out, but you're also getting the good stuff out, kind of like chemo. Exactly. Like it'll kill the cancer cells, but it also kills the other cells That's as well. True. That's true. And so true. you're like, well, good, I'm getting rid of my cancer. Yeah, but you're killing everything else too. That's right. So you want to eat the right type of cells. I mean, it's, uh, well, you they, don't want to eat uh, the cells no, you know actually. I mean? Yeah. Right, yeah. The, drink the right type But of the water. one thing
4: is water, the tap water has so many contaminants in it and it's,
0: horrible. Explain to people, I mean, like, what kind of contaminants, oh that people realize. There are
4: so many contaminants that I can't even pronounce these things, and if you can't read it, you shouldn't be drinking or eating it. But one of the things I would suggest to people is go on EWG, which is environmentalworking.org, yes. And um, on EWG.org, you can put in your zip code, and it will tell you what is in your water. It is amazing. You'll be so shocked. And how many cancer-causing... Contaminants are in our water.
0: Now, I mean, certain things. When you think about it, you think, "Oh, it's my water; it's coming to me." But you don't realize your, wa- your water—the toxins in it—is from the environment. So you have like in disinfectants, mercury, oh. lead, chloride, fluoride, prescription drugs—all that stuff is in your water. And you say, "No," but they filter the water, but it still oh, no. gets in there. And that's what people don't realize. And people think fluoride is good for them, it and explain.
4: Is not. It's actually a byproduct of the aluminum industry, which is not good for you at all. It can cause a lot of problems, health problems, medical problems, problems with your brain function. It is really horrible.
0: See, initially they said, oh, we're going to put this in the water because it's going to strengthen your teeth. Not really. And especially for people with Hashimoto's, um, fluoride is very bad for anybody with an autoimmune disease. So you definitely do not want fluoride or any of the other stuff in your water. Um,
4: The other thing I want to mention, too, is bottled water. Now, bottled water is not really good either because bottled water is actually not really regulated. It's regulated very little. And the problem with bottled water is that there are so many chemicals in there that people don't even realize that they're in there. Like if you when you buy bottled water, please check and on the label and see what, what's in it. You may be very surprised. So it has uh, things like calcium, uh, sulfates, and it has uh, potassium chloride, which is actually what they use to do lethal injections. Potassium so, chloride. Potassium chloride. So you don't even know what you're drinking, and people are buying this stuff left and right. Tap water now, on the other hand, is regulated. However, they have to put something in it to bring it back to balance so it doesn't ruin our pipes. For example, our infrastructure pipes outside the house and outside our, our and in, in, on the land, so I mean, there's so much contamination and corrosion in there, and then we're drinking this stuff. I mean, it, it's really and it's so disgusting. You're thinking, oh, I'm drinking you water to- that's
0: good. And one just uh, by by myself, By the way, just so you know, this is glass, not uh, you know. Okay, so um, now when we were talking, unless, like, if you do reverse osmosis, the only way that that would be good is if they remineralize re-miteral, your water. But you actually have a system that you lent me, which is called Kagan, yes, right? Yes, Kagan water. K- Kagan water. And explain, and it's got all these different numbers on it, 7.0, 8.2, because there's a difference between your body, you have the alkaline in it and acidic. Explain that, Well, please. what that does is
4: it actually restructures the water. So when the water comes in your source, it actually has a filter in it, and that filter will filter out many of the, it won't filter out fluoride, but it'll filter out many of the contaminants. And what you'll be drinking is clear, plain, clean, safe, beneficial water. Now the difference in the um, pH, it'll change the pH, but it also, by restructuring the water makes the molecules very small. So they'll actually enter your cells much quicker, much faster for better hydration, which is also important because if you lose just a, f- a little bit of your hydration, you're really going to have mental problems. You're going to have a lot of problems. So hydration is so important. I even ask people, what happens when you go into the hospital? What's the first thing they do? Right, they they hydrate you. It's so important. It's so important.
0: Uh, so, um, and there is also a correct time to, well, there's a correct thing about drinking water. 100, Like if you weigh 100 pounds, you should drink 50 ounces of water a day. It's always half your body weight in ounces.
4: It's actually ideal body weight because if someone was 300 pounds and they had to drink 150, ounces they'd be floating away you know (laughs) you don't want to do that yeah Yeah, exactly so you want to drink what your ideal body weight is like somebody 300 pounds if they should weigh 150 they should drink about 75 right exactly if they weigh
0: 1200 pounds forget it they're like sucking down the river they're done (laughs) they're done
4: for it absolutely
0: and uh just also just real quick there's correct times to drink water like you should drink water like as soon as you get up in the morning two glasses water after waking up one glass of water 30 minutes before each meal helps with digestion. One glass of water before taking a bath helps lower blood pressure. And uh, actually... Cardiologists determined that heart attacks can be triggered by dehydration, so you want to make sure you stay hydrated. Absolutely. Where can people find out more about water and your and the system that you guys have that that works so well for people?
4: Okay, and I also do filtration. So where they can find out is go on my website, which is Aim for
0: A-I-M-F-O-R, G-O-O-D, good Health. Health uh, dot net. Aimforgoodhealth.net. Yeah. I always say it twice in case people don't have a pen.
4: It's easy. Aim for good health, because don't we all aim for good health? One thing I want to mention definitely about the machine that that I distribute, if you press a button, you can get uh, highly acidic water and high alkaline water. The good part about that is you know that they spray, There's all the fruits and vegetables are right sprayed with all these... Yeah, disgusting things, and this has the ability to actually remove the oil-based uh, pesticides and herbicides off your fruits and vegetables. And we're talking about organic It is so too. important, even organic, because the groundwater is so infiltrated with all these chemicals. It's horrible.
0: Carolyn, thank you so much uh, for coming on the show. And uh, you've been listening to Fran's World. I want to thank Jim Clearfield. I always say your name wrong, Jim. You would think after a million, million years I would know it. Um, and Matt and Andrew, follow me on Facebook, Twitter. Check out my website, Capo. Com. Please, please spread the word about the show. And if you know somebody who would like to be a sponsor of this show, in addition to our wonderful sponsors that I've listed before, contact me via my website at FranCapo.com. And remember, everyone has a special talent inside. Find out what it is and let it shine. Create a day. Adventure Girls. Thanks for listening to Fran's World. Like us on Facebook and Instagram and tell your friends about us. The information on this show was relevant to the time of taping. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please feel free to email me at francapo.com. Until next time, remember, you control your world, and I thank you for pushing the button and spending time in mine.